Thanks for being here, everybody. Appreciate you. Um, we have gotten off to a really, really good start. Uh, really proud of our guys. I'm, I'm actually really, very, really proud of our, our strength staff. Um, they did a great job getting our guys ready. They look really good. Uh, and that's kind of really your big deal for your staff is you, you hand those guys over to them in the summer and it's kind of the passing of the baton when they come back, when you come back here in, in uh, the beginning of two a days in uh, camp. So Janae Jackson, his staff did a really, really good job. Uh, all those guys, Springer, you know, Irv, uh, Tyler Hill, those guys all did a great job. My hat's off to those guys. Uh, they've gotten them ready. They really have. And that's kind of helped us get into – football, which is what we need to do. We, the less we have to spend time getting them in shape, the more we can get into how we do what we do. So uh, it's been a lot of fun getting to know some of the new faces that we have on our roster. Uh, we are still kind of in that, that evaluation phase with a lot of our guys, just like we were in the spring. Talked to Matt a little bit about it the other day. It's not a whole lot unlike spring ball for just a lot of people in the country. you got a lot of new faces here, and the way that you get them evaluated is by watching them do what they do in what we do. I think that's the big thing. So uh, it's been really, really cool getting to kind of see that process un unfold. And we've been very specific on how we want to rep so we get a good evaluation, particularly with a lot of young guys that we feel like uh, might need to be able to contribute for us this year. So uh, we've kind of gone to great lengths on organizi organizing it to where we can get those reps for those guys. Um, I know there's going to be a bunch of questions, so we'll get started. So fire away. What was the, the directive to, to Janae and his staff? I mean, what, you know, you said they got them ready. What, what, is, what specifically did you want them to do with those guys over the summer so they would be ready? Uh, the directive from the day we got here was that we're going to train in our meetings, down in the weight room. Everything that we do, we're going to train the same way out of season that we expect to be the, the, the product that we expect to produce in season. So everything is a very tempo-based type, uh, type of training. And we also wanted to make sure that we gave our guys up front, uh, you know, the guys on the front, the offensive line and the defensive line, we wanted to make sure that we built the, the strength platform that we needed to be able to survive in this conference. And quite honestly, that's going to take a while. That's, that's not something that you just do over a summer, even over a winter. You know, we've got a bunch of new offensive linemen, defensive linemen here. It's going to take a time for those guys to develop that strength base. But, man, he did a great job with that. And the way you do that is you spend extra time in the weight room getting that done. And those guys, they did a good job of it. They really did. So, um, But one of the big things is we really looked at how we train those guys out on the grass and how could we make sure that what we were doing out there was really applicable and did it did it carry over when we got to fall camp and was it football related was it football specific how could we get out of our box and man that's one of the things I loved about our guys is they embraced it the ways that we that we worked on conditioning was things that that carried over foot they were football specific we weren't just running suicides or you know up and back type stuff we were doing things that were real football movement so I thought he did a really good job and his staff did a really good job of getting those guys ready for the tempo and the type of win they would need to get into fall camp and the number of snaps we'd take in the meeting rooms too you say tempo based in there how, how, how do you do that I mean people running around the room or is it just what they're watching right you know um we always talk about practicing speed, you know, when, it, when nobody else does. Hidden areas where most, most of the time you may walk. We try, to, we try to either jog or run 
or certainly walk fast. So when we break a meeting in here, um, those guys don't walk. I mean, everything speed when nobody else does. So we get out of this way, this this room really quick. We don't walk out of here slow. Everything is about. We talk about procedure. Get lined up. Get lined up. Get lined up. Hurry up and wait. So we'll wait when we get there, but we're going to hurry to get there. So when we when we move in and out of meeting rooms, we try to move fast in and out of meeting rooms. So we don't allow them to just get up slow and kind of mosey to the locker room. I mean, you'll start seeing these guys. They'll walk fast wherever they go. We're trying to build that tempo in for them to be able to get places quickly so we can have time to react. So that's what the focus is. What do you expect from Trey Carmody this season? You know, Trey's a, a vet, been around for a long time. I know he didn't have a ton of catches last year, but – uh, I tell you what, I've, I've really enjoyed watching him over spring and fall camp. He's a guy that is going to be one of our leaders as well. He, he's he's a guy that's played you know a little bit of ball, which not a lot of those guys have. So that helps him in that regard. Uh, man, he's a talented guy, you know. But the thing about Trey is just like the rest of them, there's some new faces here, and they all want to play too. So he's in he's in a competitive fight for that for for playing time, just like the rest of them, and. You know, I tell them all the time, you know, I, I do. I mean, we, we play favorites. They're the best players. Whoever's the best, those are our favorite guys. So we put a lot of emphasis on competing. And that's what these new numbers have done is now we've got – those guys got to compete. And we didn't just bring bodies in here. Those coaches, our recruiting staff, you know, they did an unbelievable job of specifically looking at people that can contribute at this level. Um, that's what I was most excited about. So Trey is not unlike the rest of those guys. He's competing right now. He's battling because there's some dudes out there that can play. How are you going to handle captains? We'll vote on captains the uh, two weeks pr prior to the first game. We're going to get through fall camp, obviously, uh, and that will give us an idea of who's still with us. I mean, it's not for everybody, and there's a new standard here. And my hope is that uh, every single one of these guys chooses to be a part of it and stay with it. But there is a standard, and uh, it's not easy. But then again, winning in the Big 12 Certainly isn't easy. Really, just winning a big uh, a Division One football game is incredibly difficult. It doesn't matter who you play. It is so hard to win a Division One football game. Uh, so we we put a lot of emphasis on, you know, understanding that you know that that task is difficult. So you have to live a difficult day every day for you to be you to be able to relate to that on game day. So you know that's why we make it tough for them. You know, we talk about getting up every day and being perfect from the time we wake up to the time we go to bed. And the byproduct will be what we're looking for. We have three, two, four. Do you know the number yet, or is it just on how votes? Uh, it, we'll see how, we, uh, how it plays out. But we're probably looking at, you know, the standard numbers from three to five. Uh, we'll see how the votes play out. We'll, we'll do what we need to do to make sure we're represented well. But around, around two weeks, Matt, from the first game, somewhere around that time, maybe a little bit closer, but around that time. We'll also, you know, we'll do like a lot of people. Our guys will be empowered. We'll have a leadership council here where they'll be heavily involved in some of the bigger decisions that are made around here. So, uh, But those will be guys that we certainly uh, trust and are respected by their teammates because they do things right. Come on, Dave, you got something for me?
Oh my, how do you like it so far? You know what I love about those guys is, is there's a lot more of them. Uh, you know, Jackson Jenkins, his dad passed away on, I believe it was Monday or earlier this week. So my prayers go out to the Jenkins family. Um, and just it was a sudden deal. And, man, our, you know, we've put our arms around him and his family, and it's been tough. But with him, we've got, I want to say we've got 19 bodies, 18, 19 bodies there with him. So uh, that's great because we, we didn't have but about nine guys in the spring, and that's very difficult to get done. Some of you have been out there for uh, practice you'll see today. Uh, we'll, t we'll have two different seven-on-sevens and two different teams going. And you can only do that when you have enough numbers to get it done. And that has been really, really nice, really nice. Um, it's allowed us to really rep those young guys. We're getting double the reps. I mean, you might be getting 40 play team plays in a team setting. Well, when you got two fields going, now you're getting 80 reps. And those guys that are normally sitting there watching, they're repping instead of just sitting there watching. So that's been really good for us. Um, you know, and I take those young guys. I mean, you'll see me today. I take all those young guys over in the other field with some of those younger GAs, and then the, the coaches stay over on the other field, and then we just kind of move them up and down based on how they perform that day. So what we're doing is, and I, my hat's off to those coaches because a lot of guys, they don't like letting a guy go rep without their eyes on them. You know, so it's been really a, a, a really good deal. That's what I love about our staff. We just care about winning and trying to get better every day, and uh, nobody worries about their personal agenda. We just do what we got to do to be the best we can be for our players, and that's what that, that's done for us. Our old line's getting a lot of reps now. Do you film both fields? <laughs> Absolutely. Look at that. Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. The way we're doing it, it's, I mean, really cool. You know, those guys will stay on what we call the A field and the B field. We don't have a ones and twos, threes and fours. We don't have that. We have an A field and a B field, and those coaches will stay on the A field, and I'll go with a couple of the GAs, and we'll go to the B field. And when we come off the field, those coaches will go straight in and watch the B field first. So they'll get to evaluate them off video. So we, we didn't miss anything, and those guys got to rep. And I'll come in, and I'll watch the A field. And then we'll come together and we'll kind of get our notes together and we'll move from there and guys will move up and down. So it's a way to create competition uh, for those guys to get to that field. Now, the first couple of days have been about getting reps and learning what we're doing. But here in these next couple of days, you're going to want to get over to the A field. So that's kind of been a motivating deal for them. But it also lets us rep those guys, you know, so they, can, they don't have to stand over there while everybody else is getting to play ball. David, can you talk uh for this quarterback, I mean, a significant pickup at a late time, I'm guessing, when the kid probably had offers for scholarship and uh, any stories you have about that and then your thoughts about him as a player. Yeah, Ford is, uh, you know, he came to us from Dodge, Dodge City down there, and uh, I knew his high school coach, Terry Gamble, actually coached me at Garland High School back in – what was it, 1986, 87, 88. You know, he's the head coach at Waco Midway, and, uh, and DeAndre played for him at Waco Midway. If I'm not mistaken, he was in a state championship game or close. I know that. Uh, so he's won a lot of games. Um, we watched him on tape. I actually knew about the kid when I was at the last school I was at. Uh, we, we evaluated him. Uh, love his feet. I think he's a talented guy. I really do. He can spin it, and he moves the team. He moves the team when he's out there, and there's something to that. Uh, I love that quarterback race right now, and we'll talk a lot more about that, I'm sure, as we go. Uh, but there's some talented guys over there. Ryan Willis is a talented dude. He really is. Uh, he can throw it. He's a big dude. He moves a lot better than you think he does. Uh, he's 
very smart, very intelligent. John Holmes and those guys did a great job with him over there. I mean, a great job. Um, he he's a lot more he's a lot further along than I thought he'd be. Uh, Carter Stanley, another very talented guy. I mean, very different. Those two dudes are really, really different. Um, and but he can move with his feet. He creates things. Uh, I've enjoyed watching him. Uh, I, Keaton Perry, I like him. I mean, he's played in this offense for a long time. He played it in high school. Uh, you know, he played over at TCU, so he's helped those guys a lot with procedure, particularly with those young guys, because he's been through it a lot longer than they have. Uh, so that's been really good watching T.J. Millward compete over there. Uh, but obviously Montel Cozart. I mean, you got to feel like he's got the inside track here. He is a very bright, hardworking, smart dude. He's what you want, man. And you got to run him out of here. Uh, I love the dude that he is. Our team loves him. He is a hardworking guy, uh, and he's a smart dude. He, He's, he's done everything we've asked him to do at this point. It's going to be an interesting race. Those pads come on today, and then, you know, we start getting them kind of in live action. We'll, we'll kind of have a little bit better idea. Realistically, guys, after a couple of weeks, you know, you're going to have to start narrowing it down to a couple, three, and then from there it'll get narrowed down from there. Are you able to see how much or where Montel has, has improved over the offseason, even though you didn't? You know, have him last year. Are you able to see that, or is that too hard to tell? Right? No, absolutely. You can see it. You can see it. And one of our goals has been to try to minimize his responsibility to help him play and utilize the the the, the attributes that he has. The guy's really fast. You know, uh, he he's a good looking dude. You know, he's a big kid, and he's got a really good arm. He's he's not just a below average arm dude. He's got a good arm. Uh, our big thing was trying to help him with, with decision-making and speeding up his processing. And one of the ways that we did that was trying to put you know, our pride aside and figure out how we can help this guy be, be as productive as he can be. And one of the ways we do that is we take some of the things off of his plate, minimize his, his role at the line of scrimmage so he can pay attention to what's important. And, man, he's done a really nice job of understanding his reads and knowing what the defense is doing to him. The big thing for me with a QB is do you understand structure and how does that affect you and can you get us in the right play? So understand the structure, how does, it, how does it affect you, can you get us in the right play? And that's really what I've seen him grow in to this point. And then that, that's where we can start evaluating is his processing speeding up now. And I, I certainly think it is, it, is, it is speeding up, you know, which is good. No doubt, he is. A, he is absolutely one of those leaders out there. No doubt about that. You, uh, you, as a coach, you love Montel Cozart. I mean, I, I, I am so fired up to have him on our football team. Uh, he's what you want. He, he is a consummate vet. No doubt. I guess early summer, late spring. Did you have any sort of conversations with Montel about, you know, he you know, might be the guy, so you know, this is what you need to be doing this summer? Or what, what were kind of those conversations like? You know, they were very simple. They're not unlike the conversations that we have with the rest of the players. You know, it was real simple. I said, Tell, I call him Tell. Montel, if someone beats you out here, then it's your own fault. And it, I know it's not going to be because you don't work hard. That won't be what it is. Are you focusing on the things that you need to focus on to win the job, to be able to, to, be able to do what you want to do? So the, the challenge to you is to listen very closely and understand what your weaknesses are and try to build up on those so you can eliminate those from your game and become the quarterback that you want to become. Uh, you have the inside track. You have the thing they don't have. You have experience. You have time here. 
you have time in our in our system now through the spring. So really for you, I think the challenge is to work on you, which is going to be really what we focus on a lot with us is we're going to work a lot on us. We know we're playing an opponent. We'll get that. We understand that. We're going to be prepared for those guys. But really at the end of the day, if we don't handle us, it really doesn't matter who we're playing. Same thing with him. If you've got to handle you. You've got to handle you. What are your weaknesses? How do you how do you continue to work on trying to make those things strengths or at least minimize the amount of weakness it is for you? So that's what the conversation was like. And and uh, you couldn't tell that to a better kid because he 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 put, took that to heart and went to work on it. Some of the decision making, slowing things down. Uh, when a quarterback isn't accurate, can sometimes that be more of a. a, a decision-making or mental thing than a, than a physical thing? Absolutely. I mean, for me, you're, you'll hear me talk a lot about quarterback play tracking back to your feet, and your feet will lead you through a lot of things. If you don't understand your reads and you don't know what the structure is that you're facing, it'll the, the game is unbelievably fast for you. So the quicker you can understand what you're doing from a procedural standpoint, now you get to work on the part, which is how to do it. You're learning what to do when you first get there. And then you, you transition to, into how to do it. And then you focus on what are they doing to me. So he's kind of been that guy that's been working on how to do it. And now he's kind of getting to that point where he understands all that stuff. Now it's time to figure out what is the answer to the test. All right, they're in four down. You know, it's, four, it's a 4-2 box. They're in cover four. What are my answers to that? Where, where do I need to go with the ball? Where do I, what play do I need to get us into? Do I, I got a run called here. Uh, do we have a favorable box to run it into it? If we don't, get us into the right play. You know, and the good thing is we try to minimize the package so there's not a whole lot. I mean, we, we, say, there are, we say there are answers for a reason. You know, this is, if they give us this, then this is what, what our answers are. We're not going to go in and draw up a new bunch of new answers every week. We're going to keep doing that over and over and over and over again until he's comfortable with the answers and he knows where those guys are going to be and those guys that are going to catch the ball, they know where he's going to put it. They know where the ball is going to go before the ball's even snapped. So we utilize things like tempo to help us with that. So the quicker he learns structure, and not only him but all of them. That's why I'm impressed with Ryan Willis. I see that kid out there. He's be you know he's beyond it a little bit. I mean he the, John Holmes and those guys did a really nice job with him. I mean he's he's a little bit more prepared than than some of the young guys I've been around. Uh, same thing with with Carter. I mean he was coaching this system too. Those guys kind of they know the answers to the test a little bit more than a new freshman would. So looking at that structure is important for what we do at least. Taylor Cox has been a hard luck player here. Just wondering where. Where he fits in, does his experience help? Is he able to do everything you need him to do right now? His experience is no doubt a, a bonus for us. Um, and he is a guy that has had some hard times here with, with injury. And we're watching him. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a senior. That guy's you know, he's, he's had a ton of reps. He knows what he's doing. He's smart. He's mature. Uh, we don't have to worry about that with him. So we're, we're, we're taking care of him. You know, sometimes that deal is as much on a coach as it is on a player to know what his body can do and what he can take. This is obviously a high-volume time of year, so we've got to be careful and mindful of all of our players. And uh, 
you know, Cox is no different than that. Taylor, Taylor's a guy that we need to get him to the games and get him there as healthy as we can get him because he's, he's a guy that can certainly help us if we do that. Um, I think his biggest role for us is he's a good leader with those guys in, in the locker room. He really is. Uh, they look up to him. Uh, he does things right. And, you know, he helps those guys. He's not afraid of getting his spot taken. He's going to train those, those young guys, and he's not afraid of getting his spot taken. You know, he's not worried about that. He's worried about helping us win. Uh, so that's one of the one of the great things about having Taylor in there. And hopefully we can get him completely healthy. I don't think he's all the way there yet, but he's getting close, getting close. Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that you hope can play a bunch for you on some special teams. But we got to be mindful of, of his history and some of the injuries he's had. Uh, and where can he help us the most? And the great thing about him, if, if that is on special teams, that's what – Taylor Cox will do it. I mean, that's what I love about him is he'll do it. But his deal is we've got to make sure that we listen to his body. He's got to be smart about listening to his body. And we got to get him to the games because we know he's going to be prepared mentally. We know physically and, you know, from a, uh, from a fundamental standpoint, he can do it. That's not the problem. We just got to keep him healthy. You mentioned 18, 19 offensive linemen. And I think you're a little bit thin at D-tackle. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I know you are. Uh, do you look at that and think, man, maybe we could move a couple guys over here and, and, and fill some needs this way? I mean, and not just that position, but, but throughout the roster. I mean, is that something you're open to doing and, and comfortable with? Uh, we'll do what we have to do. Uh, that's not ideal to be moving guys from the O-line to the D-line, although I've been a part of teams where you have to do that. And we may have to do that at some point this year. Um, guys with experience, yeah, we're a little bit thin over there on that D-line. Uh, but, you know, as long as we can keep them healthy, right now we're in, we're in okay shape in terms of people that are there. Now, um, there could come a time where injury could play a, play a role, but we'll see how that goes. Nothing like that's happening currently. Not right now. There's nobody cross-training or any of that stuff, type stuff. Uh, well, any, you know, guys, receivers, they learn all, every one of those spots. O-linemen, they can play everything but center. You know, some of them are – some of them are playing center and guard, but most of them, you know, they're, they'll learn every spot, guard and tackle. Okay. Coach, what are you seeing from the guys coming off the edge like Mosby and Olovia and Goodness, those guys? You know, that they've been consistent from what we saw coming out of spring. I, I still think that's that, that has to be, you know, one of the strengths of our team heading into this season. Uh, those guys, I think, are – those guys are big and fairly talented guys. I mean, those guys, I think uh, they played some ball too, which, you know, they got some stuff under their belt. Uh, I love Simke as well. You know, that's people, they don't talk about that guy. I think he's, not only is he a good leader for us, man, he has got a motor. He, I've had a couple of guys in the past that Simke reminds me of. You, you just love that guy's spirit. You love his attitude. You love his toughness. Um, I like him. He kind of stands up out to me a little bit right now. Um, I love Anthony Lobia. I think that that guy is a... <laughs> I mean, he's what they look like. There's no doubt about that. we got to keep him healthy, you know. And, um, you know, he had an unfortunate injury last year, I think, in fall camp or pretty quickly after we got started. So uh, he's been healthy to this point. Uh, we haven't had the pads on Kirby, so I really don't know yet. Today will be a great – a little bit more of a great tell for us. And, you know, once again, we're – we got to be smart. We're not going to let them get close to them quarterbacks, but we can see a lot up until that point. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they look today coming off the edge. Ben Goodman uh, has been super. Uh, looking forward to him kind of 
expanding some of the things that he's done in the past to be a little bit more productive even than he has been for us. So he's been working hard on that stuff. Uh, Damani Mosby, man, I can't tell you how proud I am of that guy. I mean, he he's done everything we've asked him to do since we got here. And, um, I mean, I'm not sure that many people would have gave him a shot to even make it through this semester, but i got to take my hat off to him. And, and you know, our, our, our people that work here, they've all worked really close with him. I've, I've really enjoyed getting to know him. I think he could be a good player. Percent of those on the 2D roster from November have either left the program due to graduation or transfer, dismissal, or currently injured. How does that affect y'all in in the locker room for leadership? Well, the good thing is the guys that. Well, let me just say it this way: there, there, there's a standard that that uh, that we've brought here, and ultimately I've brought here with regard to our team. And the best way to say it is, it's not for everybody. But it's the standard that is set, and that standard is based, is based on trying to do something special in this conference. And we're not going to be able to reach those goals if we do not have very high standards, and that's both physically and mentally. And like I said, it's not for everybody. But the thing I am proud of is that the guys that are here, which is honestly, I know that's number 54% sounds high, but honestly, a lot of that was previous to me getting here. We really haven't lost that many guys. And I have not kicked a single kid off this team. They have put themselves in a position to where I couldn't help them anymore, unfortunately. And I hate that. I hate that because all these guys, they're my guys. I don't want that to happen to them. Uh, but unfortunately, that's happened, and it happens all over the country. It does from time to time. The thing I'm proud of is really with the exception of one guy, one guy, those guys that went through this summer, they're all here. And they made it through a rough summer, rough summer. And I'm proud of them for being here. Hey Coach, I know that Joe Dean is just going to be a sophomore, but it feels like he's been moved around an awful lot. What maybe some of the challenges for him to really be in the spot that I assume you want him to be for maybe the next three years? I mean, that, that's a good question. I, I watched him yesterday when I was at practice, and I was like, you know, I haven't seen him do anything yet. I don't know. I love Joe, and, he, you know, I hear all these great things about him, and I've gotten to know him a little bit, and it's going to be interesting for me to get kind of see how he develops over the next couple, couple days and couple of weeks. He is definitely an athletic guy. There's no doubt about that. He moves around good. I can see why they handed him the ball a few times last year, I think, against Duke, if I'm not – if I'm not mistaken, I think he played against those guys. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. I really haven't seen him do a whole lot athletic. He, he was hurt in the spring, uh, so I didn't get to see him play. You know, he was recovering from his shoulder surgery. But I've asked him every day how he feels, and he says, Coach, I feel great. And, man, he's got a, he's got that wide eye to him. I love, I love his approach. Um, he's one of them guys I'm definitely rooting for. And we really need him to. We need him to come on. Coach, what are your overall expectations for this season? Well, I've said that time and time again. Our, our deal is this. The, 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 the way we're going to get to this is the focus is just getting a little bit better every day. And when we do that, it's going to be exciting to see kind of what the, what the end result looks like. But we've, talk, we've talked about earning things, and we've talked about the talk being over now. It's about going out there and doing it. And what we expect is we expect to give our fans, our stakeholders, our students, uh, our administration, our coaches, our families, we expect to give them something they can be proud of. And 
the way that looks to me is being a very disciplined football team, a team that values possession, and a team that is ridiculously relentless on special teams, particularly those four core. If we do those things, we feel like we can improve a lot faster than maybe we could without doing those things. So the focus has been very, 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 very direct on how we get better. We talk about straining and effort and attitude or a minimum expectation. You hear it said all the time. It's a price of admission. Those things are going to happen. We need to focus on how we get better and how do we become more competitive and be in every game in the fourth quarter. Because when we get to that point, you give yourself a chance to win. We want to be there in the fourth to give ourselves a chance to win. And that's kind of what this summer was about, was being there physically and be ready to make it through four quarters and pushing it, pushing through, pushing through some, some things that could be tough. I watched Baylor play Michigan State on television last night. It was a replay. I want to say they were winning 41-21. I mean, a lot of teams quit right then. And... You know, I think Michigan State came back and won that game. That was an unbelievable game. We've got to learn how to get into situations like that because all teams do. Even teams that win the national title get in some situations similar to that. We've got to learn how to be able to push through those things, to know that it's worth it to push through that momentary feeling of we just can't make it. Yeah, we can. And, yes, we will. And that's how we got to do it. You mentioned uh, with the quarterback position, you know, here in a little bit, a week or two, whatever, you have to narrow it down to kind of two or three. Uh, is it the same for every position, or, or are there other positions where you'd like to identify starters or, or the ones or whatever, maybe a little quicker than, than you will with that? Right. You, you've got to do it pretty quick for all the spots. You really do. You'd like them to start getting some uh, cohesiveness together. So, yeah, we're going to try to get that done pretty quickly with all of them. And honestly, guys, it's really not that difficult. If you were at every practice, <laughs> I tell my mom, I'm like, Mom, you really could do this because it, the cream truly rises to the top. It, it, they look different. There, there's a separation. And we talk, to that about, uh, talk, we talk to our kids about that all the time. Listen, you know, I mean, when they're competing, you know. I mean, it, it's very clear who who is doing it and who's not. David, you've been around a lot of backs for the nice first without putting any kind of jinx on Keon. What's your thoughts on him of uh, you know having a pretty special first and being a help this team? I'm excited to see David. I really am. Uh, you know, I think that the key for us is making sure that we do a good job of making sure that he stays healthy because I think he's a guy that can certainly be maybe a guy we can build some things around this year. Uh, he's a lot stronger than I thought he was. Uh, he's a lot heavier than he looks. You know, he's 193, 195 pounds and an extremely hard worker. He's got some burst. You know, I've been around some really good ones. Um, we'll just have to see, but he's got some real burst and he finishes runs. He's He's a, he's a guy I'm glad is on our football team right now. I, I like the Taylor Martin kid. I think that kid does some special things with the ball in his hands. I'm looking forward to putting the pads on and see how he, he scoots through that zone play. It'll be fun to watch him. Reggie's done a tremendous job with those backs. He's done a great job getting the right guys here, I think, too. DeAndre Mann, you know, we've got a, we've got a pretty good group of backs over there that we feel pretty good about going into fall camp. Right. Thank you. Hey, thanks a lot. We'll see you out there today, hopefully. All right? Enjoyed it.